What's up, Transformation Church family? I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to our fasting segment we are doing in the month of January on Wednesday mornings. If you don't know me, my name is James. Mike, we are so glad that you guys are tuning in for us. We're just gonna give a couple minutes for everybody to kind of hop on and get going. We know it's probably a little early or maybe you're just getting home from work and you're trying to get everybody settled in, dinner fed to the kids. So we wanna make sure you got a second to get on before we get started. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I am, um, and I'm super excited about today's topic, but what an amazing kickoff last Wednesday morning and evening. Yeah. Pastor Ryan talked about like, how do we reignite our passion for God? And what our prayer is as a team and as a staff is that these Fasting Devo videos every week would ignite and open up a new layer of passion for you and your walk with Jesus. Because, I mean, James, you probably can reiterate this. This walk with Jesus, this walk as a believer in Christ, whether you're a new believer or you've been following Jesus for a long time, it doesn't just come natural. It requires steps. It requires uh, sometimes being prodded like a cattle prod to to reignite passion, to reignite zeal, reignite a hunger for God's word. And we pray that this, uh, this time of fasting devos in the month of January, that you would start 2024 off in a way that would set the score, that would set the cruise control to continually escalate every single day in your walk with Jesus. And so I'm excited about this fasting devo time. Yeah, super excited. Hey, remember, Today, we're fasting from sunup to sundown. So whatever you're fasting, whether it's food, social media, or whatever, well, I guess if you're fasting social media, you're probably not watching this. I hope you're listening to it on the podcast, because uh, we're also <laughs> sharing this through our weekly podcast. So maybe if week three, you're going to be doing social media instead of week two, uh, you can do social media and still catch the audio of this on our church podcast, which you can find on our website. But no matter which way you're fasting, make sure you're doing it from sunup to sundown. You know, we really believe in the power of prayer and fasting, and we want to see it start to begin to impact your guys and your life. Uh, but with that being said, Pastor Mike, what are we talking about this morning? Yeah, so today's question that we want to tackle and talk through is how do we keep from stumbling through life? Man, I tell you what, uh, this is tough. This is tough because every one of us, according to the national studies, uh, will be on the earth between 70 and 80 years. And so what, the, what does that mean? That means that every single day, sometimes it's hard, it's hard to muster up new purpose, new excitement for the new day. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times as believers or as unbelievers, we can get caught in the cycle of just stumbling through life. I think one of the most powerful things I've ever heard a pastor say was so simple. He said, you were not created to live, pay bills and die. Mm. You are not created to live, work, pay bills, and die. Uh, there is so much more deep on the inside that God has placed inside of us and around us to step into. And so today we're going to tackle uh, one of our visionary ideas, which is discovering purpose. What does it look like to live a life of purpose? And to kick it off, I'm just going to ask a couple questions. Pastor James is going to ask me a couple questions. We're going to get vulnerable. We're going to talk for a few, and then we're going to uh, we're going to pray and log off. So. Pastor James, tell me about a time in your life when you felt like you were just stumbling through life and that you didn't have purpose. Yeah, that's honestly, it's pretty easy for me. Um, coming into my senior year of high school, I had my life figured out. I knew exactly what I was doing. Um, I had my education figured out. I had my even my job lined up for once I was done with my education. And I knew exactly what my life looked like after high school. 
And God began to do a work in my heart. He began to place people in my life and he completely shifted that entire plan. And whenever he did that, I went through a season where I just had to trust God. I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing, but I knew that he had something for me on the other end of that. And it led me to honestly a journey of probably about four or five years until it led me to the place that I'm at today where I'm getting to do what I truly believe is my purpose and my calling. And it's working with the next generation and it's working with your kids and your young adults. And, uh, but that was a long process for me. And had I not went through that, I honestly couldn't have lived in the purpose that I feel like God has for me now. Yeah, for sure. And how, how did you manage in those moments, the days where you woke up and you were like, like, why, why am I even here? Like, God, when are you going to open the door for me? Like what, what pushed you through outside of your trust in God? What pushed you through in those seasons where it just seemed like a lot of fall, really? Yeah. No, knowing that the Lord has a plan and a purpose. Um, but sometimes that doesn't always fix it, right? Sometimes we do live in a season or we do live in a place where there's doubt and there's concern uh, and we, we never feel like we're going to reach that goal or is anyone even out there leading me? You know, I went through those seasons and I went through those times. Uh, but when you do go through those, it's super important to lean into the people around you, your faith community. But more importantly than that even, is to lean into the word of God because he does have a plan for you. He does have a purpose for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans, yeah. the Lord says. And and he, he has that and he speaks that over us. And so we have to continue to speak verses like that over ourselves and just trust and believe that whatever God has coming is better than anything we can create for ourselves. Yeah, that's so good, that's so good. Um, sometimes the absence of hearing the voice of God, it, that never means that he's absent. The Bible says he'll never leave us or forsake us. Uh, but what it does mean is it could be the presence of faith. Uh, whenever we don't feel like we hear God, we can still know that he is in control behind the scenes and still calling the shots. That's so good. Yeah, so good. and I heard, a, I heard a pastor tell me one time, he said, um, if you feel like you're ever in a spot where God's not speaking to you or you can't hear where God's trying to lead you, always go back to the last thing he said. Oh, so good. And so that's been super helpful for me in my life and, and kind of walking out my faith journey is like, whenever I feel like I've missed God or wherever I feel like God's not giving me the answer I'm looking for, you go back to the last thing you remember him saying and you start again and you keep going and eventually you'll find him. Yeah. So. It's super good. Now, Pastor Mike, I want to ask you a question. What is a practical way to discover purpose in life? Yeah. So I think a lot of times we try to over-spiritualize finding purpose in life. Okay. I know when I graduated high school, I was, in, um, I was in community college, going for my general studies AA, didn't really have much direction, playing music. I was on the road, uh, playing with a country band, doing a few things in my life. And um, I, when I began to step back into the church sector, back into my faith walk and my faith journey, I hyper-spiritualized finding my purpose. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I had to work through in that season too was that just because I initially wasn't called into full-time ministry, that I still had a purpose for my life. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times I think in the church world, people get it twisted or mixed up that if you're not a pastor or a church leader or working at a church, that you don't have like a kingdom purpose, but everybody has a purpose. God has created a purpose for everyone. So practically for me, I had to slow down and begin to speak to people that I looked at and that I, um, that I almost, not even, I'm not idolized, but I looked up to because I felt like they had found their thing, right? 
They had found their niche. They had stepped into what God had for them in their life. A lot of these guys were businessmen that were not working in the church. And one of them, a guy named Josh Franklin, such a good guy. I pulled him aside. I said, Josh, how did you discover purpose for your life? Like, how did you know that Franklin Home Services is what God called you to do? And he told me something, and I'll never forget it, because he's a hunter, he's an outdoorsman just like I am. He said, it's like you're looking in the scope for a rifle, and you have two crosshairs. And in the middle of two crosshairs is purpose. What are the crosshairs that line you up to the middle, the bullseye of that crosshair? He said, I believe in my life, it's when I went out the intersection of my passions and my giftings. That's so good. The things that I was passionate about, which for him was making uh, remodels happen, making people's home dreams come true, making their houses revitalized and to look good again. And then his giftings is he's able to swing a hammer. He's got a construction brain. The guy was super gifted. And the more and more that I spoke to people who I felt like had found purpose for their life, they would all say that in a different way. At the intersection of their passions and their giftings, they found their purpose. And that's where I found mine. It was at the intersection of, of touching the heart of people through the heart of God. How can I lead so people into a powerful relationship with Jesus and use the gifts that he's given me? Music was my outlet, was the way that I kind of got in. It was more of my inlet. And then God has used over the last couple of years of my life, he's developed different giftings inside of me to bring me to where I am today. I've not arrived, man, I've got, I've got miles to go. But I feel like I'm still in that crosshair place in my life where I've discovered purpose for my life. Yeah, I've often heard that called does not equal qualified. Mm -hmm. And just because God has called you to do something, whether it be, you know, in your secular workforce, he's calling you out to take a new leadership position or to begin to speak out on your faith or whether he is calling you into a ministry. You know, you want to lead a small group. You want to join a dream team. That just because he's called you does not mean that you're already qualified, but he will make you qualified if you agree to accept the calling. That's so good. Yeah. A lot of times on the other side of our yes, God always finds a way to get the gifts and the tools and to reveal to us and to help us discover purpose. That's why around here at TC, we say discover purpose because it's like we have to sometimes mine for it. Yeah. It's like miners looking for diamonds. But once you find the diamond, man, you've hit the jackpot. You've found that sweet spot that God has called us to. So, um, Pastor James, question for you, man. Why is living a life of purpose as a believer in Jesus Christ, why is it important for us to live a life of purpose? I love this question. Because, like, we've all heard money can't buy happiness, right? Mm-hmm. That's so true. But what can buy happiness is purpose. And so when you live that life of purpose, it'll carry you through rough seasons. You know, there are days where, don't tell Pastor Ryan this, but I probably don't want to get up and come to work. Mm -hmm. But I know that this is the purpose God has for me. And it fuels me and it pushes me and it makes me, you know, continue to push through even on the days where I don't. And so I think it's super important to remember that, you know, purpose doesn't always equal the job title. You know, sometimes our purpose comes in different ways and in different avenues. And um, whenever God calls you and gives you that passion and that purpose in your heart, that it will fuel your happiness and it continues to push you. Um, And like I said, it doesn't mean that you'll be qualified and it doesn't mean that the growing pains won't be easy uh, or won't be hard. Mm -hmm. But it does mean that there's always joy on the other side of it. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Purpose. Purpose. Sometimes purpose can get a little bit uh, can get a little bit rough. I think purpose 
discovering purpose and attaining and achieving new levels of, of walking in purpose in God's kingdom uh, requires perseverance just as much as it does anything. Well, um, pushing through, right? Yeah, I love what Pastor Ryan says all the time. It's a stretching, mm -hmm. right? And so the initial stretch and pull is not comfortable. Mm -hmm. The initial tug is not comfortable. I think about growing pains that I had growing up, right? Those were not comfortable. I remember numerous nights where I'm like, mom, you gotta make this stop. But once you get to the other side of that stretch, your capacity is so much more. That's so true, yeah. So. Yeah, it's really cool. Like I look back on my life and the most stretching moments in my life um, have really developed me into who I am. That's Romans 5. Romans 5 tells us, you know, that the, the heartache we go through right now leads us and points us to a place of perseverance and character building. Yeah. So super good. So we got we got one more question. This is for Pastor Mike. What would you say to someone who feels inadequate and that they're ready to just give up and throw in the towel? Yeah. So I think this is a man. This is a tough one. I think this is even tougher in the world we live in today, simply because one of the big things you see today in culture is that uh, everybody is striving to become an influencer. Mm. Right. Um, we look at all these stories, like my son loves to watch this guy, Mr. Beast, right? <laughs> Mr. Beast has gotten, uh, he has gotten filthy, crazy rich off of witty little videos. Yeah. And if you look at his early stuff, the content really wasn't that great, but he caught a market and he caught that market, he caught an audience and he was able to take that and develop his brand and develop, I mean, he, the guy sells chocolate now, the guy, I mean, the guy sells all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's filthy rich, he's crazy generous, he gives his stuff away. Um, but I guarantee you, there was a moment, even after he found marginal success, where he felt like he was just another fish in the ocean. Yeah. You know, um, I think one of the greatest things that we can do in seasons of inadequacy where maybe we feel like God has called us to something great or to something powerful, yet we've not yet fully stepped into what that is. I think one of the greatest things we can do in those moments is we can sit back and we can remind ourselves that purpose is a process. Purpose is a process. Yeah. I was thinking about this and I was reminded of this passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians. It says in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, that is why we never give up. Though our bodies may feel like they're dying, our spirits are forever being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at troubles we can see now, rather we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. And as I was reading that scripture and thinking about how that ties, that purpose is a process, discovering our purpose is a process. I was thinking about my son. My son's seven years old. He's entering his second year of baseball this year. And we bought him a baseball glove, a Rawlings mitt. A blue and, he wanted the blue and black one. It was so cool looking. Got this Rawlings mitt. And when I first bought it, I would throw the ball to him and he would go to catch it and he couldn't close the glove because it was hard leather. And we didn't take it to the sweat machine in Dick's Sporting Goods to get it loosened up a little. But I tied rubber bands around it and put a ball in it and shoved it under his mattress, put it under my mattress, and we broke that glove in. And one of the things I began to realize is that as, it, as that glove got worn in, it became more and more and more effective. Wow. But there was a process. We had to coat it with leather, oil. We had to wrap it. We had to stick it under the mattress. He had to use it and use it, use it and flex it and figure it out. 
And I think a lot of times our, our purpose in the Lord and the discovered purpose we have in Jesus is like wearing in a baseball glove. I think when it's fresh and crispy and new, sometimes it may not feel right on us. We may be trying to figure it out and it may not feel like we're fully functioning and we can get really, you know, dismayed and discouraged because we're like, you know what, man? I don't really feel like I'm effective. I'm inadequate in this moment. But let me just tell you what a great old preacher said, and I say this all the time. As we walk it out, God will work it out. Right? As we walk this purpose out, God finds a way to work it out in our lives. And the process of discovering purpose is like the wearing in of a baseball glove. And sometimes you feel worn out instead of being worn in. Let's be honest, man. Like yeah. sometimes you feel like, man, I'm tired of trying. I'm just gonna go back to the old mundane stumbling through life. But I'm telling you, just on the other side of the wearing in process, God's gonna do something incredible. The Bible says more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. On the other side of us being worn into God's purpose for our life. God's going to do something crazy through our life. Just trust that discovering purpose is a process for you today. Yeah, I think that it's so important to remember that it is that journey. For me, it took years. For other people, it doesn't take near as long. And for some, it takes a lifetime yeah. to discover that purpose. Yeah. And, you know, it's so easy to look at the new, like that glove, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, oh, this looks so good. But you don't realize the work that it takes to begin to flex that out. I That's love so that. I love yeah. that. That spoke to me today. Listen, hey, speaking of that, I hope that you got something from this. I hope in some way you're like, dang, you're taking notes. You're writing that down like I needed that today. Mm -hmm. um, but our prayer is that you continue to continue fasting and praying with us on these Wednesday mornings. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you're tuning into these. You're commenting below. And uh, just that we can continue to be a blessing to you guys launching into 2024. So make sure you keep tuning in. With that being said, if you don't have anything else, Pastor Mike, I'm going to pray us out. Hey, man, just three words is all I have, and then I'm going to let you pray us out. If you're watching today and you're at that spot where you just don't have much purpose in your life, you don't feel like you have purpose, you don't feel like you have discovered it, I just want to say three words over you today. Never give up. Mm. Come on. Never give up. Paul told the church at Corinth because they were tired of doing good deeds, never give up. Whatever you're going through right now, no storm is allowed to last forever when you have Jesus in your heart. Never yeah. give up. That's so good. Hey, pray with us this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for just the great opportunity we have to come together, even if it is online or over podcast, God, but just to continue to deep dive into your word and what you're calling us to in 2024. Father, I pray that you continue to just minister to the hearts and the lives of the people at Transformation Church and that they have an amazing work week, God, and that you continue to bless them and help them push through their fast. God, we know it's not easy and we know it's not fun, but we pray that there is blessing and there's understanding on the other side of their fast. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. amen. Hey, guys, we hope you have an amazing rest of your day, amazing rest of your week, and we can't wait to see you this Sunday at Transformation Church. I love you guys.